Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome in everybody to another edition of Sports Daily. Glad to be here with you. Oh man, what a Monday or what a Monday it was uh, for this guy. Uh, got a Rangers win, a Cowboys win. Had some good bets. I'm Jacob Albrocht alongside Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing for us. Welcome in to the show here on a Tuesday. IHOP Hotline is open for you. Uh, which is brought to you by IHOP, 869-1240. Guests can enjoy the new pumpkin spice pancake combo. Uh, We'll talk about Monday Night Football, talk about Game 2 of the ALCS, Game 1 of the NLCS is in the books. Uh, So we've got all of that that happened yesterday. We can begin to look ahead. We'll have Dan Israel, the executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, joining us at the top of the next hour. Uh, to talk a little Chiefs football, looking back and looking forward. We'll have some giveaways for you. We'll give away some HTO, give away some hockey tickets. Uh, It is uh, always fun this time of year. The fall is the best. It feels like fall outside. Tommy, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm probably not as good as you are because I know that you're riding high after a a, a big win last night for the Rangers. They're 2-0 in the ALCS. So, um, you know, I I know that, like, yesterday you were – pretty excited and I can't imagine like how do we continue to grow this excitement if they win the series then if they win a couple of world series games then if they're the champions like you you're going to be on cloud nine and you might be a little bit unbearable I you know I've only been waiting my whole life for this right like I they've never been there they've never gotten it done uh so you know forgive me if I'm a little bit excited (laughs) about this possibility it's still far from over both of those games were insanely close uh but you know here's where we are now and and we've we've made it to this point and again like if you're not a rangers fan if you don't care about my kids going to college and so i have a big bet on them winning the world series then just root against the astros it's pretty easy concept pretty simple 
Uh, the Phillies get it done in the NLCS in game one. They're equally as hot as Texas uh, is right now. But we'll get to baseball in a little bit. We had Monday night football there. The Cowboys beat the Chargers. I joked, and it sort of played itself out. Like, buckle up, everybody. Well, let's find out which one of these teams can blow it more, right? You've got maybe the two teams that are just absolutely dreadful late in games and big decisions and, you know— like, you know, Dak missed an easy throw. It just, it took a lot for somebody to win that game last night, but the Cowboys did. And the Chargers, it's the same old story. And it's raw. And here's what I want to start with today, Tommy. It's wash, rinse, and repeat for Brandon Staley stands to get up and defend his ridiculous decision-making in games because the analytics say so. And I just, like, we, we went through this with baseball, and it's far less now that they've, you know, gotten baseball back to the way it was intended to be played. But in football, can we stop pretending like the like the nerd community knows more about coaching than actual, you know, football players and coaches? Right? Like what what are we like what are we doing here? No, that's not a good decision to go for it on fourth down every single time, Brandon Staley. You can tie the game. In a low-scoring, mistake-riddled game, you can tie the game. Tie the dang game. Like, there, it's not necessary to take that risk at that point. I'm all for learning and evaluating through analytics what the best decisions are and, you know, how to comprehend possible score outcomes later. But you've got a chance to tie the game against an offense that's struggling, and you have Justin Herbert as your quarterback. I mean, Tommy, Andy Reid, one of the best who's ever done it, who has the best quarterback in football, kicks that field goal. Why? Because he knows that that it's going to give Herbert a chance. I mean, uh, Mahomes a chance to go win the game. Like, you, you take all of this. And here's the other bottom line part of this equation. If it was so effective, Brandon Staley wouldn't be like we wouldn't all be sitting here scratching our heads wondering how he still has a job you it's not a computer doesn't play football football players play football and football coaches coach football and yes using analytics is very very smart and yes with as many mistakes as we see end of game having somebody studying that stuff that says you know what coach the books say go for it here okay great i was on the fence let's do it but sometimes you got to just like watch the game happening and and realize that these are humans with human error playing this game of football. It's not a computer playing football. You don't get to just run the equation 50 times and know that 30 out of the 50 times this happens or this ha- no, you've actually got to play and you've actually got to be watching the game and understand momentum and you know our line just our line just ran up and down the field or their defensive line had a chance to catch its breath or maybe they didn't have a chance to catch its breath. And like all these things that you have to observe with football that don't happen in a computer, give me a break. Like stop defending Brandon Staley. He's terrible. He's terrible at in-game decision-making. One of the worst we've ever seen. The computers love him. And and well, he shouldn't have a job right now. Look, uh, even despite those issues... The Chargers still had a chance to go win the game at the very end. And Justin Herbert threw an interception to Stephon Gilmore that sealed the game. And then Micah Parsons had a big sack uh, on on Herbert as well. So even despite those issues, 
Herbert still got the ball with the chance to drive down the field and win the game for the Chargers at the end, and he wasn't able to do so. Credit to the Cowboys' defense, but also that's something that, you know, even despite potential coaching errors, if you are a top-tier quarterback in the National Football League, you have to be able to drive down the field and score to win the game. If you are wanting to be considered as one of the elite quarterbacks at the position in the league, despite what your head coach does, despite him deciding to go forward on fourth and one inside the opponent's 10, you had a chance to win the game at the end and you didn't get it done. That's on Justin Herbert. Now, again, Brandon Staley deserves everything he's probably going to get. But man, like you've got like, think of all the greats of, of all time. You know, I'm thinking of Tom Brady and even Mahomes and others, for example, that they live, they thrive on, you know, give me the ball with a minute or two left down. Let me drive down the field for a game winning score. And, and Herbert couldn't get it done. And that's something that I think the Chargers have to take a good look at. I'm not saying that Justin Herbert is not extremely talented. The guy's a great athlete. He's built incredible. Uh, the one thing that Herbert does not have and has not done in the course of his career is lead the Chargers in big, crucial moments like that to get them over the hump. Boy, he just I'm hasn't so gotten glad. it done. I'm so glad you brought this up, Tommy, because there's this narrative going around that Justin Herbert is exactly what you said he is. How Over his career, Tommy, how many game-winning drives do you think Patrick Mahomes has led? Hmm. Uh, 10, 15. Okay. Over his shorter career, how many game-winning drives do you think Justin Herbert has led? Four. 14. Okay. One less. So here, here is this thing that keeps get brought up. How many up of with, them are in, you know, extremely high leverage situ- situations that they're I'm not, I'm not game talking winning. about. No, I'm talking about like, you know, to go to the playoffs or to win a playoff game or to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I mean, he he took him to the playoffs last year. My point with Herbert is he continuously is put in a position to fail by his coaches. He has had back-to-back two of the absolute worst in-game managing coaches I have ever seen. Consistently doing things to help their teams lose. Never doing things to help their team win. This is what I mean. And I've heard a lot of chatter like this about Justin Herbert. So Justin Herbert has played, was it three less seasons than Mahomes? Yeah. And has one fewer game-winning drive. Well, what does that tell you? A, that he has to lead way more game-winning drives, right? Why is that? Because either his defense can't hold a lead or his coach does something stupid to let the other team back in it. Like, there's opportunity involved in that. But over just that many years, since 2020, He's led 14 game-winning drives. Like Joe Burrow, who started around the, who, you know, from 2020 to 23, has half of that many. Seven. But what I'm saying is, Herbert is great. What I'm saying is that, and I understand that Herbert has the skill set, the look, all of that. And I'm not saying that he's not clutch. I mean, clearly he's led some game-winning drives. But you did just say that, though. What I'm saying is that I think even despite the issues that Brandon Staley clearly has as the head coach of this team, at least in the game last night, Herbert had a chance 
to still have a game-winning drive, right? And didn't get it done. Oh, and that's, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's despite the issues that Brandon Absolutely. Staley had in, in, in game. And he was doing game. a great job until Micah Persons came unblocked and just smoked him up the middle. Right. right, like, is that Herbert's fault? Maybe he should have made it. I'm not saying it's not. I, that's don't, don't misunderstand. Maybe he should have made a read at the line that he didn't make. That, and, and here's he, the other and thing: he did not play amazing last night. He missed throws. Right. Don't get me wrong. Here, here's the other thing about Brandon Staley that I want to bring up. Uh, and, and before I say this, I want to be very clear: I'm not a Brandon Staley fan. Uh, it's laughable to me some of the decisions that he makes. I did read an article yesterday before the game, mind you. And I, I'm pretty sure it was written by a Brandon Staley apologist, I'm, I'm guessing. But it, it was all analytics-based, and it talked about how Brandon Staley, more than any other coach in the NFL, uh, improves his team's chances to score points throughout the course of an entire game based on the decisions that he makes on fourth down, like how aggressive he is on fourth down. Now... That doesn't take into consideration that there are some very high-profile, high-leverage decisions that he makes that are bad, but consistently, and this is according to the article, not my opinion, but according to the article, throughout the entire game, even in situations like in the first quarter when it's, you know, there's 10 minutes left in the first quarter and it really doesn't matter as much, the decisions that he makes throughout the game as the entire body of work, he adds more probable points to his team yeah, I don't based on the aggressive that. decisions that he makes. So I think that what ends up happening is that, and I, that may very well be the case, but these high-profile, high-leverage, nationally televised primetime decisions when he's in the spotlight overshadow all of that. It does because there's no nuance involved in the decision-making, right? And, and look, there's a part of it too that is, like here's what else a computer doesn't predict. Play call, right? Like, you have no predictive capabilities to know what you're going to run, the probability of executing on that play because of what defense the opposition runs. Like All of those things can't get factored in. That's why they have to run a million equations to find out, yeah, this is the play. But, but in a high-leverage situation, sometimes it's not necessary to take that risk. Sometimes the right thing to do is maybe the lower probability but far lower risk play because the nuance of last night's game is that Dak Prescott wasn't playing very well, right? And your defense was probably playing its best game of the season. So the nuance in the game is, let's tie this game, and then let's get the ball back to Herbert. Because if we don't convert here, two things are going to happen. No matter what happens, Justin Herbert and your offense is going to have the chance, unless your defense lets Dallas score a touchdown, is going to have the chance to go down and and have a game-winning drive or a game-tying drive, right? If you kick that field goal and tie the game, you guarantee it that your team is going to have a chance with a possession there to at least tie it, right? But if you miss and Dallas scores a touchdown, you're down two possessions. You have no chance at that point. Kick the field goal, right? You tie the game, Dallas goes down and scores a touchdown, and you're in the exact same situation. Herbert's got to go lead you on a drive to score a touchdown. Right? Like is what I'm making make is what I'm saying making sense? Like there's no like you're you're not taking in like a game flow scenario into that. If you kick that field goal, at worst, you're going to have a chance to go tie the game. Right? At best, you've still got the exact same chance to go win the game, albeit you can make you can win it with another field goal instead of a touchdown. So like, it doesn't make sense right there 
to go for it. I'm all for going for it throughout the game. I believe that throughout the course of a game, he does, you know, those decisions do allow you to potentially score more points. But the problem is there's no nuance in, you know what, it's late in this game. Let's make the smart play based on actually playing football, not based on whatever predictive whatever comes into a game in the first quarter with 12 minutes left. It's not the same. I think that there's an underlying concern that is much bigger, like much bigger picture than this particular game last night for the Chargers. Oh, sure there is. The fact of the matter, and it's not even necessarily, in my opinion, the coaching decisions. Here's what it is to me. Brandon Staley has been billed as a defensive coach throughout his time in the league. And that's why the Chargers brought him in. He's a defensive coach. They built one of the most expensive and high-profile defenses to go along with Brandon Staley being a defensive coach. The reason why Brandon Staley, in my mind, went for it on fourth down in that game is because in his mind, the thought was, we score, we kick the extra point, we go up by four. And then all the Cowboys, the, the Cowboys have to score a touchdown at that point. He didn't trust his defense enough to be able to hold the Cowboys to just a field goal, right? So if you score the touchdown, you kick the extra point, you're up by four. Then you force the Cowboys to drive down the field and actually score a touchdown. That defense that Brandon Staley has, that they built, and the fact that he's a defensive coach does not work. And I know the defense played better last night than it has basically throughout the entire season, but that's the bigger, I think, overarching issue with the Chargers right now is that I think that the decision to go for it on fourth down was absolutely influenced by Brandon Staley's lack of trust in his defense. That's a big-time issue considering he's a defensive coach. It, it, it's it's one of the biggest issues, but you've got this coach who isn't coaching the defense well, who's been given plenty of talent, by the way, also making these decisions, and they're just not the right decisions. And I don't care what a computer says. It, it, it Okay, let me give you an example, and this is a coach I love, by the way. Ron Rivera, nobody, like five, six years ago before this craze, analytics would have loved Ron Rivera, right? He goes for it all the time. Riverboat Ron. Back then it was Riverboat Ron, like he's gambling. It's not the analytics yeah. play. Is Ron Rivera anywhere in the ballpark of consideration for best coach in the NFL? No. Who are the coaches that are, right? What do you think Mike Tomlin's doing in that situation? What do you think uh, Andy Reid, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, uh, Pete Carroll. Like, what do you think those guys are doing in that situation? You mean Andy Reid, who lined up for a fake field goal a week ago on fourth Andy and one? Reed, Andy Reid Andy Andy will gamble. Andy Reid will, will absolutely he gamble. He will gamble. But in that spot, at that game clock, he and Mahomes would have been in a fight. They're yeah. kicking that damn field goal because it's right. the right thing to do. And then also, don't you think that taking it a step further, that Andy Reid has more trust in... Patrick Mahomes to go down and win the game sure. like in the final drive than what Brandon Staley probably has. Well, in I hope Herbert. that Brandon Staley has that in Herbert because he makes him do it all the time, right? Like Herbert right. is almost every game he plays in the chargers are in this situation, which is why he has so many game winning drives over his career, right? Like if you've watched the chargers, they don't just win games. It's, it's almost like if Herbert doesn't lead a game winning drive, 
then then they've lost, and, and that's that doesn't make sense. Every game it comes down to. So it, you just at some point, you don't have to play that way, right? At some point, you can learn how to get up on a team and beat them. And consistently and never, you know, taking points or doing some of these things, like, ah, it just, and, and, and field goals are very different to me than punting, right? Punting, unless you're backed way up in your own territory, I, I'm in on that trend, right? Punting doesn't, especially when your defense isn't very good, like theirs isn't. But leaving points on the field when they're clearly going to factor into the outcome of the game directly late in the game just it does not make sense on top of that too austin eckler did not have a good night running the football at all and so you've got fourth and well, one no, they were inside playing the one 10. of the best defenses in well football. for sure but inside the 10 fourth and one you know you know you're playing a, a pretty stout run defense in the cowboys you know it, in, a, in a more ideal situation you give the ball to one of the best running backs in the league in austin eckler if you're if you're going to go for it and try to get the first down they didn't do that because Eckler wasn't having a good night because of the Cowboys defense. So here's the other part of that. And this is where, again, like analytics is on the fly is not going to play into this for a coach. So you know that what's best case scenario, right? Like you, you get a, you get a touchdown, right? And you go up and the Cowboys have to drive. But if you don't, that's the other factor. You're going to put Herbert in a situation in a best case scenario. If you don't convert there to need to go score a touchdown or a field goal. Well, with time running down and you know they have to, you know, you know they have to throw the ball, you've now given the arguably the best defensive player in football a massive advantage over your yeah. offense. Micah yeah. Parsons gets to pin his pin his ears back. If you've got that game tied or maybe you can run the ball a little bit. Like it's it's and you don't let Micah Parsons play that way. But you score, let's just say you score if you're the Chargers, you go by 4. Is Dak Prescott really leading the Cowboys down the field for a game-winning drive? Because at that point, he'd have to get into the end zone. I, I don't know. I don't know if I've got that well, much trust did, in Dak. He kind of did anyway. He did lead his team down the field and get the points to win the game. But, like, I, I it just... Just watch football. Like, watch some of the greatest coaches that have ever done it. Even the aggressive ones. Even the ones that embrace this philosophy. They're... 10 out of 10 kicking that field goal in that spot. And it's not like this is one time with Brandon Staley. He's famously done that three times in the red zone in one game to lose. Like, at some point, like, evolve, learn. Yeah, we get it. Cool, dude. You got a beard and you're into computers. Neat. Now learn how to actually win a football game late because you never do, right? They, they never win these games. My poor wife, the Chargers fan. I mean, it is, whew, it's rough. All right, 869-1240. Cowboys do get the win. Does that have a ripple effect on anything? Did they bounce back? Are you confident there? Uh, we can talk about that. We've got a little baseball. Dan Israel, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, joining us off the top of the next hour. It's all coming for you here on Sports Daily. phone call is welcome 869-1240 sports daily on 97.5 and 1240 kfh wichita's number one sports radio all right welcome back in everybody sports daily 
Uh, Austin asks, are the Chargers in a must-win versus the Chiefs Sunday to stay in the division race? Uh, yeah, I would think so, yeah. Austin, to stay in the division race, not necessarily to make the playoffs, but if they want to beat the Chiefs for the AFC West title, yeah, they got to beat the Chiefs in that game. Uh, Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor here. Welcome back into Sports Daily. You can leave us your comments. Hey, JoJo watching. JoJo, good to see you, JoJo. JoJo. I haven't seen him in, haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I love that dude. Yeah, me too. Uh, we've got video comments there. You can watch our video stream on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. You can also, of course, listen for free on the Odyssey app and stream it. The Cowboys get a win on Monday Night Football. Are you a big Cowboys fan? Well, you can check out the Odyssey original podcast, Love of the Star. Today's episode recapping Dallas's victory over the Chargers. Again, you can follow Love of the Star free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we've got giveaways coming in this hour as well. You brought up the Herbert thing, Tommy, and and I love that because I think there's starting you're starting and are not even whispers anymore. There's there's definitely a segment that thinks he's overrated. I am not in that segment. I think he's fantastic. Uh, he he did miss some throws last night. But I, it just like, you know, the numbers are there. The clutch factor is there. All, all of these things for me is there, are there. And so I, I wonder like where you would place him. If, if I told you you could have a quarterback, you know, current age considered, you know, you, you can, you, your pick of the litter, where he would fall into that list for you. For me, it would go Mahomes. Uh, it would go probably Burrow. Probably Josh Allen. Maybe Josh Allen. Herbert's right there. So Herbert, for me, would either be 3A or 3B in that exercise that, that we just went through. I'm curious about Brock Purdy. Um, I, I think he is done a fantastic job i think there's some a little more system involved there but we'll see he's got you know he's got time and and everything else but i i'm going 3a or 3b i'm taking him over trevor lawrence i'm taking him over lamar jackson i'm taking him over uh purdy tua who else would be on that list for some people justin fields i'm taking him over i'm taking him over jalen hurts who hasn't been good this year uh you know so where, where does herbert stand for you He's right outside the top five. I don't have him as high as you do. I've got probably Mahomes, number one. Um, probably Joe Burrow, number two. Uh, Jalen Hurts, three. Probably two of four. Uh, Josh Allen, five. Those are probably my top five. And, and you can kind of rearrange the order of that a little bit. Um, I would say in that top five. Those are just in the top five for me. And then I would put Herbert after that. I mean, I probably put Herbert six or seven. Um, I think that Trevor Lawrence is comparable. I think that Lamar Jackson is comparable. The reason why, you know, Herbert's got all of the attributes. He's got the skill set. He's got the look. He's got the athleticism. He's got all of that. The one thing he hasn't done is lead his team to a ton of success. And I know there are so many other issues with the Chargers than just the play of Justin Herbert. I get all of that. I understand that that's the argument. The best quarterbacks overcome all of that, though, right? And so that's not something that Herbert has been able to do. They've gone to the playoffs, yes, but they've not gone deep in the playoffs with Justin Herbert. Who, and who uh, so your, until he does that. Four? Tua's in there for you? Tua's ahead of him? Tua hasn't well, done that either. Tua's in there solely because of the way he's played this year. I think Tua has you know, jumped up as far as what he's been able to do on the field this season. 
Hmm. I, I man, I think that's unfair. I, I mean, Tua has had no postseason okay. success. He has he even made the postseason. I mean, you have to keep in mind he was injured for a good majority of last season. He's only been in the league for a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, he started the same time as Herbert. I think the same draft, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he's again. If you go to game-winning drives and clutch late, he's got half as many as Herbert. Jalen Hurts has five. Herbert has fourteen. I, I I think there is this perception against Herbert that's developing. And again, this is this is the point of this conversation. Like we 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 are holding things against Herbert that we're not holding against others. Tua has played. Let me just pull up how many games Tua's played. Um, uh, he is thrown. He is play. He's thrown twelve hundred and seventy-five passes over his career. Oh, Herbert. Uh, they, they, they've. I mean, they've played almost the exact same amount of stuff. Other than Herbert's. Con- I mean, other than Tua's concussion issue last year. They're, they're right on the same track, and he hasn't done anything in the postseason. I mean, here's the thing about Herbert also is that his stats are, you know, they're good. They're inflated a little bit because of the amount of time that he has to throw the ball. I mean, he, he throws the ball a ton, and I know it's a pass-heavy offense. I know that's the way that that, you know, has been built around him. He And I don't know the stats on this, and I don't have them in front of me, but I would imagine he throws the ball maybe more than anybody else. All, I mean, somewhere around there, right? Like in the course of his career and the time that he's been in the NFL, um, you know, so he throws the ball a lot. So those, the yardage stats and the touchdown stats and all of that, they're going to be inflated a little bit. It doesn't mean he's not a good quarterback. And that's, I think that's the thing, right? Like I'm not at all suggesting he's not a good quarterback. He absolutely is. There's a reason why he's in the spot that he is right now. I've got a lot of respect for him and what he's done. I just don't think that he's an elite quarterback yet. I think the elite quarterbacks are the ones that win championships or at least get to that point. So are you calling Tua an elite quarterback? The Again, the only reason I put Tua in that top five was because he's played out of his mind so far this season. He's one of the rare quarterbacks in the NFL that has consistently done really well. He's got great weapons, obviously, but he's consistently played really well this season. So I put him right, like, maybe number five. Right now, it doesn't mean that, like, I think that Herbert is not good. I absolutely do. And doesn't durability factor into that? Herbert played a playoff game with broken ribs, right? Like, so here's... And blew a large lead, right? Didn't he? Against the Jags? They did. They collectively did. They sure did. Sure. Um, yes. Tua didn't get to the playoffs. So here, here's a couple of numbers on Tua and putting Tua ahead of him. Herbert has almost twice as many yards... And and I and I know that you know that's not everything, but they're both in high octane offenses. Justin Herbert has thirty seven interceptions over his career. Tua has twenty eight, right? So nine more for Herbert. Justin Herbert has forty more touchdowns. So forty more touchdowns. Nine. How more many more games has Herbert played than Tua has? Uh, I've got to pull that. Hang on, let me go to. Let me go. I know they've been in the league the, about the same amount of time. But two has missed a bunch of games. Fifty-four. Twelve more games. Yep. Twelve more. Uh, but again, durability matters. I think. Um, how many seasons has Tua missed games? It's really just the yeah, and that's the thing. Tua has missed games every single year. Like availability is an issue. He can't. He's and played I don't think nine, that it's quite fair nine, twelve, to really, and thirteen games. I don't think that it's quite fair to 
stack up right now what two has done over his overall body of work until Mike McDaniel came into the picture. Like that offense was unlocked. And of course, acquiring Tyree Kill, bringing in Jalen Waddell, all of that. Like that, I mean, that plays into it also. But, you know, they, but he we didn't just have talked that about how Brandon Staley's like the worst coach in the history of football. But we're not giving Herbert the credit for playing for Anthony Lynn and Brandon Staley. Sure. What kind of offensive minds have Look, been in there? Like you're you're trying to you're trying to bait me into saying that I don't I'm think not, Justin Herbert's a no, good no, quarterback. No. I'm not trying he to bait a good you into anything. What I'm trying to say is the things that get held against Herbert right now are not getting held against his peers. Is the what I'm saying. The only thing, the only thing that I'm holding against Justin Herbert is that he hasn't been able to win in the playoffs as of this point in his career. But, is that totally on him? No. That's not I understand that. I understand that. But you said you put Tua in ahead of him, and Tua can't even get to the playoffs. I think that he's got a pretty good chance to make it this season, doesn't he? Sure he does, yeah. He's an MVP candidate this season, isn't he? Sure he is, yes. Is Justin Herbert Herbert an MVP MVP candidate candidate last year? Is he an MVP candidate this year? Probably not. As of right now, probably not. The Chargers are 2-4. and The Chargers have got to figure something out or they won't make the playoffs at all this season. And the Dolphins are one of the best teams in the AFC. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Trying to look up MVP odds and see where they have Herbert. Herbert was one of the darlings before the season. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to pull that up off the top of my head. Uh, look, my, my point with Herbert is we're holding him to this unreasonable standard that we don't hold others to. 
You talked I mean, you about clutch said, at the end of games, and I told you that he's got more game-winning drives than Patrick Mahomes in three fewer seasons. When you were talking about your power ranking, the reason that you put Herbert above Jalen Hurts in your ranking, and you said it yourself, was because Hurts isn't playing well this year. That's no, what, my reasoning so, is Tua is playing well this year, right? So Tua my should reasoning, be higher up. My reasoning is that I think he's a better quarterback. Like my eyes tell me this guy's better. That that's my reasoning, and and so yeah, there are all of these factors that play into it. And when I watch two guys play quarterback, I think Justin Herbert's better at it than Jalen Hurts. I think he's better at it than Tua. I think he's better at it than everybody, probably other than Mahomes and Burrow, and Josh Allen's right there with him. That's what my eyes tell me. And I think that sometimes we, we like, it, by the standards we're trying to lay out to Justin Herbert, Dan Marino wouldn't even be in the top 50 players, right? Because they never got it done. They couldn't get it done. But we all know that in reality, Dan Marino's probably one of the five most gifted quarterbacks we've ever seen. Sure. Right? That's, that's what's happening to Herbert. And he's only been in the league now. He's going on to his fourth year. That's it. He's got better stats than Mahomes did through those years on a much worse team, right? Like with much worse coaching, like not even in the same stratosphere, Anthony Lynn and Brandon Staley. I mean, that that's the problem I think that Herbert is running into. Like the Chargers ridiculousness as an organization is bleeding into the perception of Herbert. And it's not just you, like everybody, I, I, I catch myself doing it. When I'm watching and I'm like, well, maybe he's not. And then I watched last night and I just watch him play. And yeah, he missed throws. He made some overthrows. But that dude is awesome. And that's what makes me so mad because I, I think the most important thing to the NFL is great quarterbacks. Like, you got to have it. And he is one. And he is being, like, suppressed so greatly by the Chargers ineptitude. And I know Chiefs fans love that, right? Because you hate the Chargers. I get it. And you don't want to see Herbert succeed. But I for for like the betterment of football, I want to see him succeed. And it is so aggravating to watch that game play out that way last night. Like watch Dak Prescott play quarterback and watch Justin Herbert play quarterback. I mean, it's not close, right? Not even close. And it's just yet Herbert can tell I I don't know. It drives me nuts. And and it's gonna like people are and, and I don't think NFL people think of him this way. But man. Like, why aren't we holding against Joe Burrow how he's played this year? I guess because he has an injury. What about Jalen Hurts? He's look, he's like, he doesn't even look like a top 20 quarterback right now. I'm just confused because I don't know if you want me to power rank these quarterbacks based on what they're doing this season Herbert or their B overall Herbert, body of work. No, I, it, based on like, who would you take? Like, just who's the best quarterback? Not based on anything other than who you think the best quarterback is. It's fine. I mean, I don't have any problem with Tua up there. I just don't think he's as good a quarterback. But that's fine. Top five is fine. Tommy, I, I would be willing to bet you there are plenty of people that wouldn't put Herbert in their top ten. Oh, he just they never win anything would be their argument there. And that that's what that's what's driving me nuts. Like, they never win anything. Like, we'll just watch him play football. He's this Here's awesome. what has to— Here's what has to happen for Justin Herbert moving forward. And I, you, you mentioned this and I agree with you. I think that there's the potential on the table with this, that if he doesn't win the big one, or if he at least doesn't take his team deep into the playoffs, he might be the next Dan Marino. And Dan Marino was a great quarterback. He was one of the best of all time. Herbert's Never won his, the big one. 
Herbert's in his fourth year. We like we gotta pump the brakes on that too. This dude's still really, really young. Like he's got lots of time, but it ain't gonna happen with Brandon Staley as his coach. I can guarantee you that. Four years very quickly turns into eight years, very quickly turns into twelve years, and then all of a sudden your career is done. And then all of a sudden the Chargers have another Phillip Rivers. I get it. I promise. I'm married to a Chargers fan. 869-1240 is the number on the IHOP hotline. Give us a call. What do you think about Herbert or the Chargers or his coach going for it instead of taking the very obvious field goal? Uh, Cowboys win Monday Night Football. Let's give away some tea and coffee here. Uh, HTO uh, will give away one free tea card, one free brew house, which is all the coffee offerings card. You can get the tea at the Wichita East, West, or Derby location. You can get the brew house coffee at either the East or Derby location. Jad will get us a winner. First caller, go check out all the new fall flavors, 869-1240. On the IHOP hotline, we'll get a winner. We'll give away some hockey tickets next hour. Let's talk a little bit of baseball when we come back here on Sports Daily. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Congratulations to Jeremy for winning some iced tea and coffee from HTO. Uh, All kinds of new fall stuff there for you, Wichita East, West, and in Derby. Uh, We'll give away some hockey tickets next hour. Coming up top of the hour, we will have Dan Israel, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network. All right, Tommy. Major League Baseball, we are uh, we are well underway here in both the American and National League and the two teams that were the hot teams coming in, although the Diamondbacks were as hot as everybody, uh, too. But the Phillies get a win last night. The Rangers get a win yesterday afternoon. The, I, I, get, I don't know how much people are paying attention to the Rangers-Astros series, but those games have been white-knuckle, uh, butt-puckering-type games, Tommy, from start to finish, both of them, stressful. Uh, and that's a, str- that's a bad environment at work. Like when I'm screaming out loud, you can't walk Tucker there. <laughs> like in it's, you know, like, you know, I don't know what time it was, 5.15 in the afternoon and everyone's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Uh, it, it's, it's intense. I love playoff baseball and we're getting, it looks like good series here both ways. Yeah, definitely. And I, I uh, watched just a little bit of the Phillies Diamondbacks last night. I just, I can't do it. I just, I have such a hard time because I just, I don't like, I don't like the Phillies. And yeah. I, I, I especially don't like it when they play in Philadelphia. And it's great because the Philly fans are so passionate and it's loud and raucous and all of that. And Schwarber hits a home run at the very first pitch of the game. And Bryce Harper hits a home run on his birthday and yada, yada, yada. I just, I can't do it. I watched like a little bit of it. I'm like, I got to turn this off. So I want to ask you a couple of strategic questions in the minutes we have here. The Rangers are going Scherzer game three. I think that was a smart decision by the Rangers. They're in an absolute best case scenario to throw him in game three up two games to nothing because they can give him the shortest leash possible as he's coming back from injury. There's a pitching decision in the other series that I thought was interesting. And, you know, the obvious play is to throw your ace in game one. But when Wheeler's going like he is and you're the Diamondbacks, do you give any thought to going Zach Gallon in game two instead of game one? I think you have one? to. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I, I mean, think- if you, so you throw him out there against Wheeler in game one and he's your ace and Wheeler beats him. And now right. it just feels so daunting for the Diamondbacks. And, I, you know, I think we've seen it over time, but I just wonder, like, you're sitting there and you're like, you know what? 
Let's throw Gallon game two. Give ourselves a chance to split on the road, and we'll just see it. We'll just take our shots against Wheeler. But it's almost like they wasted their ace, right? Uh, it, we, it doesn't look like right now anybody's going to beat Wheeler. I mean, he's he's on one of those tears. Uh, but I thought that was interesting yesterday. I didn't watch a whole lot of that game because I was watching Monday Night Football. But, man, uh, it looks like we're going to have two great series. And I'm not going to make it. And I'm going to have a heart attack before we get to the end of it. Uh, in the American League series anyway. All right, Dan Israel will come up. Chiefs, big weekend coming for them. We'll look back at the win. Uh, way back win, right? It's been a while. And then we'll look ahead as well. Chiefs talk next on Sports Daily. Mornings with Bob and Tom on 97.5 and 1240 KFH, Wichita's most listened to sports radio, always live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.